Live from Vanadil. Limit Break Radio. With your host, Anne Nero, Callo, Argit Lamp, and Sale. Welcome to the next level. LimitBreakRadio.com. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Aniro. Spiral hell for the win. And I'm Kahlo, quick with my hands, but quicker on my feet. This is Sale. Glad to be here. And I hope that white light goes away. And this is Arjun Lam, and I'm... <sighs> I'm a bad father. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is somewhat new to me. You want to... You, uh, you care to explain? Yeah, provide some exposition <laughs> for us that, you know. Please? I haven't been in the game for the past week, so I haven't been checking on my chocobo, and now it hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> yeah. Chocobo. Mine, mine definitely hates me as well. I finally retired poor Dunkle. <laughs> now, 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 not only is Annie a member, but he's the president. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys wonder why I don't get my own chocobo yet? Do you want bad parenting tips? Then come to a Nero store of bad parenting. <laughs> Headquarters on Titan. It's really, it's really not that hard, guys. Both of my chocobos have loved me all the way up until the day that I retired them. So, And then they hate you. <laughs> no, because then they get shipped off to uh, to a nice little farm with you know the fields and the blossoms and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you, you know the place where your parents always send your 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 moogles and and whatnot when when they're pets. You know, when you're little. You know, what guys? I... Yeah, that's what they tell you. They sure. send them to the farm, just like that's where old Yeller was going, right? Mm. <laughs> to the farm. You know, no. maybe people might be wondering who I am still. <laughs> yeah, we just have this disembodied voice in the background. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hi everybody, I'm Rosalie. You know what? That's the first time that I think we've ever had a guest intro themselves. <laughs> Sweet. Rosa- I like this. Rosalie joining us this week from the Seraph Service. Rosalie, how's it going? Well, I guess it could be better. We just had a really bad Dynamis Bastok. Yeah, yeah, I, I've I've had those before. I've done uh, Bastok now twice, I believe, and uh, still don't have a win on Bastok. Um, Rosalie, since it, <laughs> this is the first time uh, on uh, Limit Break Radio, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself? Well, I'm a 74 warrior, a 40 ninja, and a bunch of other jobs that I haven't really finished leveling up yet. <laughs> hmm. uh, and one of my friends came up with this nickname for me, and it's apparently Quest Woman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and how many quests at current do you have completed? Currently, I have finished 308 quests, and I'm kind of looking at doing a couple more tonight. That is a, is a very impressive number. Yes. I like that. From someone who has maybe two dozen quests done, if that, yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I want to follow in your footsteps. I love the quests, actually. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sure you have hero fame in all nations. Probably. Uh, no, that's a definitely. <laughs> actually, I don't have hero fame in Norg. There just aren't that many quests that that's start true. in Norg. I spent three days farming Yagodo beads just to quest all my ninjutsu. 
And so, um, yeah, that can stay where it is. I have all the fame I need to start all the rest of the quests, so I'm not going to bother. <laughs> now, is there uh, actual NPCs in uh, Norg that you can check your fame? Yes, there is one. I don't quite remember what his name was. I know it started with R, and he stands near the guy that starts the Utsusemi quest. Okay. Oh, okay. He's, he's like a blonde Elvon that's uh, standing near the doorway towards the auction house area. Okay, yeah, because I, I've always asked people if they know if there's a quest, or I'm sorry, an NPC in Norg that tells you your fame, you know, much like any other nations, but no one ever knew, so uh, that's uh, that's new to me. Why don't we, uh, why don't we talk about uh, what's been going on over the last week? Now, I know the website's been down uh, for about a week now. If anyone messages me about that again, I will tear their head off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we uh, getting a lot of messages to, to, to you know to let us know that we maxed out our bandwidth. Actually, we didn't max out our bandwidth. You guys did. <laughs> yeah. So Stop blaming you, us. Yeah. If you want anyone to blame, blame, blame yourselves. Us. No, I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you guys owned us good. Yeah. I mean, it is technically your fault, but <laughs> but it's a fault that we like. Yeah. It's a, it's a good fault. It's like, hey, people are listening, but they're. Too many people listening. <laughs> At least for this. Rap. Site. <laughs> We're working on it, guys. Don't worry about it. It's okay. A, it's actually just Gordo out there downloading the same episode over and over again. I'll show those guys. <laughs> <laughs> episode one, over and over and over and over. He's desperately just trying to download his episode just to, you know, so he can see that play count higher and higher and higher. <laughs> um, I also blame half of it half of it due to Wally's downloading of Prawn. <laughs> he has an addiction that needs to be fueled. I, I don't know. I was wondering why all of a sudden half of our bandwidth was gone in a day. Keep staring at those barely legal Mithra, huh? <laughs> Wow, did Wally just get pwned? Where is he? <laughs> Where did he go? Dolkas have feelings too. No, they don't. It's okay. Yes, they do. <laughs> Galkas don't have genitals, therefore they don't have feelings. <laughs> I am going to throw something at you. No, no, it's true though. They uh they they reproduce through reincarnation. Yep. So Galkas do not have junk. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back into what has been going on over the last week if in game. Lucky. Uh Kahlo, you wanna start? Uh yeah, sure. I've finally gotten back into leveling, and uh, it, it, it was a little hump that I had to get over, but I found the secret to it. See, when making a party, you usually try to stay within two levels on either side of your current level, correct? Right. Right, right. So, let's say at level 15, okay, do a see-all of all ninjas, levels 1 through 25 in the entire world, you'll probably get about 25 results. Okay. If you do a see-all of ninjas only at level 75, you'll get about 60 to 70. Oh yeah, the re it's it's yeah. much higher. So, once I hit level 73, I started making all of my parties out of 75 only. Oh yeah. See all red mage, send a tell to every single one of them. Go to the white mage, every single one of them. The tanks, every single one of them. And this works. It well, someone's bound to say yes eventually. <laughs> <laughs> 
a lot of the times, you know, you get a, you know, I'm busy right now or I'm already in a party. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, people, people will eventually say yes. It, it's better than what I used to do, which is, you know, just going to the people at your level and asking them because then you're like, oh crap, did I ask that guy a half an hour ago or not? But I did hit 74. I had to solo the last 2K on Colibris. <laughs> Uh, that's another story, but uh, yeah. So now I'm I'm just trying to save up money for Utsuni because I haven't gotten that yet. I took Ninja to 37, stopped as soon as I leveled. You fake DC'd when you leveled, didn't you? You hit 37, you were like, oh no, no, no. Actually, because uh, that night when I hit 37 with Ninja, I had started at 32. And, and the party that I was in was just wow. amazing. I went from 32 to 37 in Garlage Citadel in one night. No way. Yes, it was awesome because Wally was 35 Thief when I was 32 Ninja, okay? He sends me a towel when I'm around 34. He's like, I swear, if you get to 37 before me, I will kill you, <laughs> okay? As, as we're partying, all of a sudden my leader's like, hey, do you know a guy named Walrus? I'm like, yeah. He's like, he's, he's telling me to kick you from the party. <laughs> And, and then one of the other party members is like, yeah, the same guy told me to get you killed. And then, and then one by one, one by one, the other party members are like, yeah, the same guy sent a tell to me. So, so what I started doing is sending him mob by mob updates on my TNL. <laughs> <laughs> Best party ever. Getting level 37 was so gratifying. But yeah, so uh, I got 74 on Thief. Now I have to, uh, you know, get to Utsut Semi before I can finish it off. Did another KS30 run, made about a 400k profit. So uh, other than that, no, I've just uh, just been chilling and sitting around. Right on. Great. Uh, Sale, what about you? Um, well, I've started the dreading leveling of the White Mage. Ah, I got all of my scrolls up to level 30. Good. Just because it, it's a practice of mine to get them ahead of time. No, that's. Uh, I, and, and you know what? That's a really good practice that more mages really need to ad- you know, adopt. This is why I hate farming. Good luck with Erased, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's another story. But um, I did get to level 22 in a f- kind of a funny story with that. All right. We were um, we were starting our party up in um, Quiffum, of course, and we were going to go to the central area, you know, where the frozen pond is, and stay in the middle, and just I guess go after worms and the occasional sn- crab. Yeah, right. Uh, pretty pretty standard as far as uh, Quiffum uh, uh, tactics go. Yeah, but that place was just watching a merry-go-round of people just running around getting mobs all the time. So we decided to leave and go toward the tower and try our luck there. And on the way, apparently our puller thought it was a good idea to try going after one of the giants. Ah, awful. And we just sat there and watched him get killed. (laughs) We didn't offer explanations. We didn't say anything. We didn't even have emotes. I just watched him die. And I'm the white mage. I should have just pointed and start laughing. <laughs> emote point, emote laugh. Exactly. But um, I'm it's, surprised he stuck around with us after that. But just, he it, does. He deserved it. You should have just targeted him and, and just hit slash no and just kept repeating it, just <laughs> shaking your head at yeah. him. I don't know why, but it seems that lately all I've been hearing about pullers is negative things. You guys really need to get your act together. You're giving us a bad name. <laughs> 
just the level 20 people. Oh, Come on. No, no. No, it's not. No. Oh, no. <laughs> it's all of them. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I'm um, going on with my story. We did eventually get to the um, the tower, and on the way, I guess someone just got uh, aggro from a giant again. Oh, good. So the next thing I know, um, somebody slept it, and they kept running. Right. And I'm running along with them. I stop at uh, the wall that separates from two paths. You can either go along the mountain <coughs> wall or go along the wall. Mm-hmm. And I saw that there were a lot of dangerous um, targeting mobs that were um, alongside the wall. So I went the opposite way. Well, the next thing I know, I'm running up to the tower and I see this giant right behind me. I see this giant running next to me. <laughs> I see this giant make a detour after the person that slept it. <laughs> yeah, he with the, with the sleep, he probably got the hate. Yeah. Yeah, and then I just said, "Uh, you might want to zone." Yeah. And then I saw someone else come back out from inside the tower, and I think this was the person that and that initially got the hate. Ah, uh, got the aggro. Yeah. Yeah, and I just told him, "Go back inside." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We all zoned, came back out, party went normal, until a white showed up. Ah, uh, oh yeah, yeah, Quiffim is uh, is always fun after dark. <laughs> this was before I could get to two of our party members that were in the yellow, one uh, of them being the black mage, ooh. who had no sub. Uh, wow, okay. It, yeah. uh, we, okay, we no, 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 we'll just we, leave that at what we'll it is. It. And we'll leave it. Yeah, you don't have to call it out, but we all know what Even, that means. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't doing a... Yeah, he was doing a bad job as a black mage. He's just like, huh, I'll sit here, rest. Back up. Nuke, 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 nuke. Sit down. Oh, I'm sorry. Isn't that what black mages do? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no throwing things. Damn it. <laughs> but anyway. Well, needless to say, they died. And... I think after that, yeah, I got Regen and everything went smoothly. No one uh, got killed again. That's good. And that that was before I even got Regen. Oh, okay. So you got Regen in the in mm-hmm. the party. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So um, that pretty- I got to level twenty two. So I'm in the cusp in between learning spells. Ah, yeah. And um, otherwise we just interesting note. I was the only one, I think, in the party that did not die. Oh, well, that's always pleasant. Yeah. Well, on your way to becoming a good thief. (laughs) Yeah. Too bad I cast magic. Also, well on your way to becoming a good white mage. (laughs) Watch other people die. Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of the inherent inherent benefit to being a white mage is that you get to watch everyone around you die. Oh, but then you get the horror of realizing they're going to come after you next. (laughs) That's why I start running after the last person gets aggro. Yeah, yeah. Arjit, what have you been doing over uh, over the last week or so? I I haven't really been doing much. I've just been... um, I haven't been on the game like I said earlier. My chocobo's pissed at me. (laughs) (laughs) His armor is collecting more rust. (laughs) What have we told you? Get it away from the waterfall. Yeah, let's not... uh, Let's not go back there. (laughs) (laughs) 
let's let's not talk about it. I really not anymore. Yeah. I don't, not we don't anymore. we don't need to go back over that. No, we don't. Um, and so I've just been hoping to like probably level some more this week. I'm actually going to get back in the game this week and uh, get at least one more level. Great. So yeah. Let's see. In the last week, uh, it's been pretty quiet over the last week. Uh, I've been doing some events with uh, with my link shell, um, but the really the only significant thing was I finally uh, got a couple people uh, together um, and uh, went out and finally did my spiral hell NM. Uh, got that really cool weapon skill. Looks really awesome. Uh, can't wait to use it for the first time in a party. But I'd also like to point out that uh, what Annie's been doing in his spare time since Spiral Hell is just sitting in the noob zones, using it on goblins. Pretty much. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to look at it for a while. <laughs> um, that's pretty much. That's pretty much it for me. Rosa, what have you been doing over the last week or so? Well, actually, last week, I think my quest counter was still down at 305, so I did about three quests there. Ah. But some of them were actually just on the way to doing other things. Like, uh, <laughs> I ended up farming a lot of Hakutaku eyes for an optical hat. Oh, oh hat FTW, by the way. Hmm. Which I didn't... Well, I had the cluster, but I was in a pickup, and we wiped. Oh. It was bad. Bummer. Yeah, right now I'm just going to say, heck with that, I'm getting an Adam Ensalada. Because I already have the abjuration for my H&MLS. Oh. And I just spent, spent a lot of money getting adamant ingots to get one of my buddies to craft it. So hopefully I, I might even get a minus one. That'd be really cool. Yeah, plus it looks better. <laughs> it does, it does. Let's see, I've also been trying to get 75. I really can't explain for the life of me why I haven't hit it yet. Except for that one disconnect in the party. That was bad. Oh. I couldn't get back on either. Bomber. Yeah, I hate it when that happens. I've actually been disconnected before, right at the start of a battle, and my entire party wiped because of that. <laughs> Faulty bandwidth FTL. Raffle. Bomber. Owned. Um, Now, Rosa, you mentioned earlier that your nickname is the Quest Woman and that you have 308 quests completed. Uh, That obviously being a very impressive list. Um, It's Rosie Quest. Yes. So (laughs) what we're going to do is give you a fair portion of the show. Let's talk about quests. All right. Okay. Well, why don't we start off with... There are two major parts of the game. You have quests and you have missions. They are very distinctly different, so why don't you go ahead and tell us the difference between quests and missions. Well, missions provide the main meat and bones of the game as far as story is concerned. Uh, if you look at it and compare it to it, uh, if you look at Final Fantasy XI and compare it to a different Final Fantasy, uh, your, your missions would be like your main plot of the game, where it's making you go. And if you look at quests, these are the little, well, side quests with the extra bonuses and the extra prizes and the extra powers you get from them. Well, uh, this kind of leads into uh, pretty much the rewards and benefits of doing quests everywhere. Uh, as I said before, there's like new powers you get from them, like your weapon skills, your, uh, your or your final weapon skills on each of the weapons, your, uh, your summons if you want to have avatars. 
Mm, let's see what else. Your sub jobs. Well, that not too. just not just your sub jobs, the uh, advanced jobs. Yeah, and uh, and actually for some job, I think if you're a fisherman, there's a bunch of unique quests for that too. So uh, basically, other than than you know the missions being the storyline, uh, these other quests is what gives the rest of the game its flavor. You know, other than just grinding your levels and then doing missions. Yeah. All right. So uh, why don't you uh, you know you, pretty you, much uh, uh, huge array. You said three hundred and seven quests now. Three hundred and eight. Eight. Oh, okay, 308. Well, uh, why don't you talk to us a little bit about your uh, your favorite ones or, or some of your top quests? Well, uh, since I like the story of the game a lot, I'd have to say my the one that really stuck out for me was uh, A Timely Visit. Now, that one starts in Sandoria, and it's basically about this uh, Sandorian hero from ages past who somehow gets thrown around time, and you get to follow him around and do stuff with him. Oh, wow, that sounds neat. Is, is that a chain quest? Is It has multiple quests uh, coming after the uh, first original one? Actually, no. This particular quest, it's the uh, if you want to look at rewards, it gives you the medieval collar. And the story is all self-contained. And that's one thing I really liked about this quest. Mm-hmm. It does involve a lot of running between Sandoria and Lathane and Ordell's Caves. And then you have to eventually end up in, in Jugner Forest. Is this the one that requires you to go to Galsba and get the, uh, the the tapestry drop? No. No. Okay, never mind then. I'm thinking of something else. No, that one that one's actually a chain quest for uh, involving the Chains of Prometheus storyline. And I actually haven't finished that chain yet. I'm on the next quest in the series. Yeah, I had that tapestry sitting in my Mog house for over a month, so then I just dropped it. Oh, I that, that particular portion I just kind of finished up right away. I don't think I was even level 20 yet. I feel like a noob now. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. As far as the chain quests go, uh, let's see... Uh, the ones I really like the most are pretty much are involving Chains of Promathia. Uh, there's just a lot of storyline to be had there, especially when you hit uh, Tabnasia. Alright, so uh, I have a question concerning yeah. your uh, your fame then. I, I like to do a lot of quests myself, but really when it comes down to it, the only real benefit I see, like long-term benefit I see from doing quests is fame. So my question for you is, is for fame, did it just naturally come as you've been doing these quests, or did you actually you know, go out and farm rabbit skins in Sandaoria, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really, the only fame I ever, ever farmed was Nord fame. And I spent three days, do like, feeding, or force-feeding Naja those stupid Yagato beads for that. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> yes, we have. Uh, me and a friend of mine both farmed all our necklaces and did the quest all in one night. So it, w- it, it, it was uh, me and Elvin, and then him and Mithra running around naked. Uh, the only thing we had in our inventory was a weapon. And we, ju- <laughs> <laughs> and we just ran around AOEing everything for like four hours. Oh, that's how you do it. it I mean, that's really the only way to do it. Especially if you have a thief. Yeah. I was only level uh, 30-something. I think I was only about level 30 when I was when I was just spamming those things to death. Because, uh, well, I mean, I'm a warrior, so I... I don't know, I was just all, ninja, must sub ninja. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, I mean, if you're a warrior, you kind of, I mean... You don't have you don't have to, but it seems defined by the community. Yeah, and you actually probably, especially uh, when you're tanking. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. So it's, it's it's a lot easier on the mages. If you ever see me tanking, you know that the world's ending. 
<laughs> so <laughs> your um, party is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, what about you guys? I mean, uh, I don't think uh, we, as uh, you know, between us four, do a lot of quests. But is there a particular quest that uh, that you had fun doing, or that you would consider your your favorite quest, uh, Aniro? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, no offense, Rosa. Quest just ain't my thing. All right, uh, let me rephrase the question then for you. Was there a particular quest with a reward that you found particularly interesting? No, no, <laughs> no. Okay, um, Arjit. Actually, my favorite quest ever is a crawler's nest map quest. <laughs> no, no, no. no I... <laughs> <laughs> At least you had an airship pass because I got that for no, you. No, no, no. Um, actually, my the one that I liked the most, not actually doing it well, it was actually kind of fun doing it too. Um, but was the uh, my AF body piece quest, uh, the fighting the two NMs. But I loved the storyline for the Paladin AF. I thought it was really cool, and that final cutscene right uh, right before you go back into Sandy is just really really cool to watch. See now, I, I, I personally I like missions. There are missions that I've done that I've really enjoyed doing. Uh, you know, thought the mission was fun, uh, and and had a really good time doing. Uh, I, you know. A quest quests are a little bit different story, just because uh, maybe I maybe I just haven't done enough of them. Maybe that's the problem. Uh, yeah, I, well, I think that's what it is because I've seen some quests which are just you know really short. They don't really even have cutscenes. It's just dialogue between you and the NPC. Mm -hmm. And then there's other ones where they actually give you you know like full cutscenes. Uh, the Kedarva map mm -hmm. quest, uh, Rose. I'm sure you've done that the one. Prankster. Yeah, yeah, with that little Taru. I. It almost made me cry. I'm, I'm, I mean, I did cry over that one. Yeah, yeah. There, there's not even voice. It's just you just. It was good. You should do it. You should do that quest. <laughs> do that. Quest. I, I look. I had fun with the bubbling Bernie quest, but. <laughs> <laughs> that just reminds me of a certain someone that had a, a little fun with the bubbling Bernie thing. Raffle. You um, want to you want to tell your story? Okay. So. Uh, I used to be in this LS, and one day we decided, hey, let's do uh, uh, a huge alliance and go out and fight some NM, right? Well, there's a little bit of work behind that. You can't just decide, hey, we're going to go camp, you know, Rock or, or Fafnir or whatever. So we're all like, okay, here's the plan. We're going to make an alliance of level one jobs, and then we're going to go out and fight Bubbly Bernie. <laughs> so so we all meet in Bastok. We all have our level one jobs. I was a Dragoon, personally. Everyone's using, because no one wanted to buy, you know, armor for this. So everyone's using, like, pitchforks from the Halloween quest or, <laughs> or wooden katanas. <laughs> and we go out and, and, and we pop Bernie. And, you know, it, it, it's not that bad at first because uh, all of our paladins, one by one, they, they coordinate using Invincible. Yeah. So, so they're not actually taking damage, given once it goes down, they drop like flies. <laughs> and, and after all of our tanks were gone, you just see people, their name would go gray, they'd fall. Name gray, fall. Name gray, fall. And it, it gets down to like me and three other people. And one of my friends that was there was a monk, and, and she pops 100 fists. And before she gets attacked, a, a chance to hit it, it turns around and one-shots her. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> and uh, it just slapped yeah. her down. I ended up being the last one to go down, but we got him down to like 25% health, so it was really close. It was pretty close. And afterwards, everyone switched back to their main jobs, went out, and then pwned him. <laughs> <laughs> one after another, just beating the crap. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. all alone. So, uh, what, about, funny. what about you, Sale? Do you have a, a favorite quest that you've done? Um, out of all the ones that I've done so far. I, the only one that really popped out to me that I've done so far has been the Chocobo feeding quest. Because it's it's not because of the fact that you sit there and feed it. It's the story behind it. About the... If you guys don't mind me spoiling this for you, those that have not done it yet. I think most people who listen to this show have probably done their Chocobo quest. <laughs> Hopefully. So anyone who hasn't, spoilers! Spoilers! Um, basically, you are trying to gain the trust of a chocobo that has been abused by its former master. Wally. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever this person is, if the chocobo's former master abused it, and thus you have to try and regain its trust. Mm. And by doing that, you get the ability to ride chocobos between cities. Right. Now, uh, personally, for me, it was uh, the entire storyline of doing the thief artifact armor because you basically play strip random with the uh, with the cat burglar. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Unfortunately, no. But uh, but the story behind that is pretty good. And there was uh, another one in Juno that I just recently did. Uh, oh, it, it was actually it was for the the second to last limit break for the for your fellowship NPC. Have you done those uh, ones yet, Rosa? Actually, no. My my buddy Felix is only level forty-three, so I haven't actually mm. done those yet. I have done one of the uh, one of the bond quests, or no, uh -huh. a couple of the bond quests for him, though. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, uh, I I don't want to you know give out any hints to what it is, but it's just the cutscene's really good, cool, and the story that it has behind it is it's a lot more involving than our limit break quests. Hey, go get me these items. Okay. Here they are. <laughs> All right, go grind some more. We'll do. <laughs> yeah, Matt's not a very good. Uh, he's not a very good mentor, is he? No, no, not really. No, there yeah. is a kind of interesting bit of storyline with him, though. Well, it's not really as much storyline as it is a very minor detail, but it's. I still thought it was interesting. Which uh, w which quests are you referring to? Oh, just just beating Matt for the first time for Shattering Stars. Gotcha. Because then you find out a little bit more about, you know, the, the past behind the leaders of Juno. Not saying any more than that, though. Yep, I, I actually remember that detail now. Yeah, I do too. Another question for you. What would you say has been the hardest quest for you? Do you mean the hardest quest I've finished or the hardest quest I'm still trying to get people to do with me? Let's start with the hardest quest you've finished. Let's see. Hmm... There are an awful lot of them, <laughs> but I'd have to say the one that I felt the best about accomplishing was pretty much Paradise, Salvation, and Maps for the Sacrarium map, which most people think is useless. And I've only ever had to use it once also, the map that is. <laughs> well, um, what made it so difficult? Pretty much getting people to get the key and to open the door when you're not on a mission, mm. because, uh... I had already done the Sacrarium mission, and luckily for me, I managed to arrange it so that I got 
the big key to drop for the aquarium door. Because there's this one door in the aquarium that's locked that you have to go through twice for the mm -hmm. mission. And so you have to get two of the little keys because they break every time you use them. And then one of the big keys. Because the way that door works is it's a two lock system. And so you have to open it up uh, or open up the little lock. And then really quickly you have, to get, you have to coordinate two people doing this. So you have to get one person to use the coral crest key on the small door, or the small lock. And then the other person uses the sea lion crest key on the large lock. And in order to get the map for there, you have to start the quest, which means you have to have Sequarium access already, and already it, it zone in there once. Then you have to run back to Tabnasia, talk to the quest starter. Then you have to go back in, you have to find and open a Sequarium chest. So in my case, since I'm a warrior, I had to pretty much tag along on a bunch of swift belt parties to get that key. And uh, fortunately for me, my, my link shell was spending a lot of time doing swift belts, so I managed to get my chest key like that. But then you have to open the chest, and you have to write down where you opened that chest at. Or you have to at least remember what position the chest was in when you open it, and then go back and report the position, turn in your key item, and then you have your map. Wow. But uh, the particular room that my chest was in was the one chest spawn behind the locked door. And I'm just lucky that I managed to get the Sea Lion Crest key when I did the mission, which also means that I'm sort of obligated to help out a lot of people with theirs so that they don't have to kill that notorious monster for it right. again. But during one of the Swift Belt runs, we managed to get that that chest key to drop, and uh, we ha also had uh, a Coral Crest key drop since we were killing Fulmores left and right for hate. Right. Okay, so once we get in the room, I see that there's a lot of true sight Tauruses in there. These are the big and nasty ones, too. So, one of my friends who's just really great about it, his name was Alkaline Scissor, uh, he, he went in there and uh, trained all those ta Tauruses out of my way while I opened the chest. Really. Yeah, I, I call that Argent. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, well, that, that's a, it's a, no, it's a compliment. It's a, it is. It is. Not many people would run in and get themselves killed for me. So, yeah. so I, I thank you. I wouldn't do it for you. <laughs> a particular quest that I always hear people complaining about is the Sleepga 2 quest. You know, the, the chain quests to get to it aren't really that hard, but I hear that the NM for it is just absolutely brutal. Hmm, well, I actually haven't finished that one just yet. I mean, I'm I'm at the point where I'm just about to fight that notorious monster. Uh, uh, I just haven't messed with it yet because my black mage is only 18, and so uh, I mean, I have not that much space. Even right. though I've done all six of the gobby bags, I've gotten my uh, mog locker expanded to 60 slots. I've done all three SCW. mog house quests. Uh, <laughs> I just I just kind of hoard a lot of items. <laughs> uh, Rosa, in your opinion, which expansion has given the most interesting quest? Was it Zillart, uh, Promathia, or Ot Ergon? Oh, it has to be Chains of Promathia Hamstamp. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the quests, even though you can't access them until you uh, get to certain points in Chains of Promathia, they have a lot of story to offer. And I mean, in my opinion, that's that's the best part of the game, the story. Sure. And so, uh, so I mean, as far as material rewards go, there are some nice things that you can get from them, but uh, but really, it's to me, it's about the story. And Chains of Promathia just has the most to offer as far as quests go. Although it has some of the most pointless quests as well. <laughs> <laughs> Ducal hospitality. 
for that quest, you have to pretty much get three to five random items that they just tell you to go get. And so a, a, lot, a bunch of those items are, the possible items are exclusive. Not rare, but exclusive. And so I spent hours just killing orcs in Battalion Downs just to get a stupid Numomo doll. <laughs> And then I went to the auction house and bought a little con I bought a firework. I bought some snow gelato. I bought something else. <laughs> uh, but it was just... Oh my gosh, it was just so frustrating. Because a lot of the chains of Promethea quests involve farming exclusive items. And yeah. sometimes not even for the best rewards of all. Because uh, yeah. the Ducal Hospitality uh, quest, the reward from that is 4,000 gil. And by the time you get to that, tw uh, the point where you can do that quest, because you have to have finished uh, Chains of Promethea 3-2. Oh wait, no, this is just after the Mammoths. I'm sorry. Oh, just after the Mammoths, okay. Yeah, so I mean, like, it's after you see some cutscenes in Juno, but oh, okay. then basically the whole the, the whole story of this quest is really, really kind of pathetic, in my opinion. <laughs> one of the guys in the mansion at Rulud Gardens is like, hey, some guests want some stuff, go get it, please. And so, <laughs> me being the sucker I am, I'm like, okay. <laughs> So, yeah, by the time you get to that point, though, 4,000 gil really isn't that much. Yeah. And sometimes you have to buy food for quests or or buy other items. Or equipment, if it happens to be a Captain M. I mean, yeah. Moving right along, we've been informed that you are writing a, a strategy guide of sorts involving Sky. Well, actually, it was just pretty much a tutorial for members of my link shell uh, on Seraph. We're, uh, I'm in the Warriors, and uh, and that's pretty much in order for me to stop having to answer the same questions over and over again. Because some people haven't even been to been to Sky before, and here we are uh, farming triggers and fighting gods. So what we thought we would do on this show is talk a little bit about Sky talk about the NMs you get to fight and some of their uh, the benefits of, of fighting them, the drops and whatnot that they give. Yeah, just giving a basic overview of Sky, because, I mean, it's something that we talk a lot about on the show, and uh, I think haven't we haven't gone into specifics about it. Right, we need to uh, provide some exposition as right. to what exactly Sky is. We've covered some of, uh, some of C, specifically Limbus, and there's been a lot of references to Sky, and there are those players that are, you know, just on the cusp of getting into Sky. So let's, uh, let's, let's tell them a little bit of, uh, of what's involved. All right, so to start off, Sky is basically the end game area that was introduced with Rise of the Zillar. So in order to get Sky access, you have to have completed the 12th mission in Rise of the Zillar. Right, which is the, well... Yeah. Is it? it, it is, it's, it's the. It's it, the. It's ZM12, right? I think uh, so. Technically, ZM13 is the last one you need to do to get into Sky, but that's actually just touching the gate to get in. Right. That's the entire <laughs> mission. <laughs> <laughs> so, so ZM15. All right. Yeah. 12. 12. 12. Where does 15 come from? Where the hell? I haven't even done 15 yet. Wow. Okay. So, intelligence. the way that Sky breaks down is it's basically just fighting a bunch of NMs, H&Ms, and gods and whatnot. We're talking really powerful things here. Yeah, it's pretty much a hierarchy of notorious monster after 
with right. three, mm-hmm. three tiers of notorious monsters. Yep, and the first tier is of NMs, which drop the items you need to pop the next set of NMs, which are event- which is eventually going to lead up to Kieran. So we're going to go through a little bit of those NMs right now. The first of which is Alagrand. He is a magic pot Oye type. Oye Grande. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Alagrande. He, he drops the Winterstone, which the pop items are guaranteed uh, drops. Oh, there yes. goes there goes Wally. I think Wally just really needed to go to the bathroom because he ran out of here in a hurry. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, you know what I should do? I just got a great idea. What? I should totally run in there with the camera and take a picture of him right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do it. Oh, man. Honey, come back. And he's on a mission. <laughs> oh, this is not going to be pretty. Okay, so uh, while well, well, we wait for him, wait for him to get back, we'll uh, we'll continue on. But uh, Alagrande is a magic pot type, and he drops the Winterstone, killable by about twelve level seventy-one players. Next, we have Brigandish Blade, which this one's a bit different. This is probably going to be one of my favorite ones to kill. First, what you need is a Kurtana to pop him. He's an evil weapon type. And to get the Kurtana, there is a random- Help, I'm being chased by walrus and g Hey, hey! <laughs> you asked for that one. <laughs> what did- Where did you put that camera? Oh, you locked oh the door so we gosh. can't get in, right? Yeah, Wally's gone for the rest of the show. Honey? <laughs> he's- he's knocking- he's- he's looking at the windows. It's not happening, buddy! <laughs> you guys can uh, be sure to uh, be on the lookout for uh, said pictures on the website soon. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about Wally themed desktops here. <laughs> oh, you know, I, if, if we I, do, I think if I'm going we should conveniently miss that. Day. We should do a full on theme. Like, we're talking like. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a little bit out of breath. He was chasing me around the studio. Um, we should do. <laughs> We should do a full-on theme with sounds and everything, so like every time you empty the recycle bin, it flushes the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, the error sound would be something like, <laughs> so that was kind of the noise that was being made. <laughs> he, he still has his pants down. <laughs> was he chasing me the entire time with his pants down? That would be the reason that you got away. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's also a Golka. That may help, too. <laughs> this is true. You're lucky he didn't have Thief subbed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, so... <laughs> back to the, uh, the, the discussion at hand. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about Brigandish Blade, and you need to get a Kurtana which is a weapon that you get from a randomly spawning question mark, question mark, question mark within the area of... The Luganan Palace. Right. Uh, you go ahead and do the pronunciation stuff for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of a now, stickler for that. <laughs> once you, once you well, do... Then, then we apologize for our past trespasses against you. <laughs> I, we have slaughtered... I know that we have absolutely slaughtered some, uh, some terminal. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, some of them are started, so o- uh, open for discussion, though. <laughs> like spell names that are yeah. weird. It's sort of become a little a little niche of our of our show here <laughs> that that we don't really give a crap. <laughs> so what you do is you then trade the kurtana to uh, another position, and uh, then brigandish blade is is popped. And now the cool thing about him mm-hmm. is 
he can only be killed with a buccaneer's knife, which you have to steal from him. If there's no buccaneer's knife, mm -hmm. he's going to sit at one HP until someone steals it and then hits him. But I've go got ahead. to say, it doesn't even have to be one HP. He can sit at zero HP and still be spamming the crap out of everybody. Mm -hmm. And Because I've actually had to kill him with the brigandish blade before, and my dagger skill is only at 110, or, or no, 130-something right now. And so I hit it for zero, and it went down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yes, uh, the, the buccaneer's knife can be used by more than just thief, which, which is cool, although if I had it my way, I'd make it a thief only that way you know they'd, they'd have to bring me along as Steve someone needs to feel important today I, I am <laughs> important okay you guys just ruined the whole chokehold thing for me <laughs> so Brigandish Blade then drops Gem of the South next you have Faust mm -hmm. which is a Dal type which drops the the uh, Summer Stone he's also killable uh, most of these NNs are all killable uh, by you know usually 12 or more 70 plus members and they all drop different types of abjurations, like each. Each one has one abjuration, as well as a specific weapon designated to that NM. So there's there's about three drops yes. per NM. Okay, well, those abjurations that drop from these t uh, these first tier Notorious Monsters are actually only the, uh, the abjurations for the Cursed Beverage and the Cursed Soup. Oh, okay, so they're not for any type of equipment or anything. No, no. Okay. So next you have Steam Cleaner, which is another magic pot type, and is located in Veilagwananan Palace. Veilagannon. Yeah, that one. <laughs> and that one's kind of an interesting pop. Uh, in order to get that one to pop, you have to get in, down into the depths of Veilagannon Palace, and there are a couple, There are some certain detector mobs that you basically have to to get them to start fighting, and they'll eventually summon the Steam Cleaner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. That, that is a, a different kind of way of popping NMs. Yeah. And then uh. And, and that drops the gem of, gem of the East. Uh. And, and this one's actually killable by a, a little bit less than 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 two parties. It says uh. Eight level seventy plus players. Next you have Mother Globe, which is a detector type. It says that it, it it spawns with six slave globes that follow and assist it in its special attacks include burst, Thundaga three, Thunder four, and and shock. Yeah, and it has some really nasty shock spikes on it. Oh, yeah. I so you don't want to melee it directly either. Yeah. So yeah, basically you pull that, you run into your little camp, and Black Mage uses a Gauss spell, kills all the slave globes, and then you basically have your melees just run after the slave globes, build TP, and then use TP moves on the mother globe. Ah. Um, moving on next, we have another doll, which is Despot. Drops the Gem of the West. It's a, and, and mm -hmm. this is a. It says that it's soloable by a level 74 Beastmaster. I can kind of see a problem with uh, Beastmaster soloing that because uh, he, uh, at some point it likes to use Meltdown, as most dolls do. And yeah. uh, Meltdown is particularly nasty and mm, yeah. has the tendency of giving the side effect of death. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad side effect. Yeah, it's yeah. A really bad side effect. It's Better usually than, it's, well, it's it's worse than drowsiness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> far. Yeah, I've taken uh, on some occasions. I've ended up dying from taking over 1.3k of damage from meltdown. See, now most people get screenshots of of incredible damage that they do. Mm -hmm. I want to start getting screenshots of incredible damage that I've taken <laughs> and died from. <laughs> So, so moving on, next we have Ulikumi, which is a uh, golem uh, type, and uh, 
I just Uli. Uli, I hate you. I spent I six we... hours camping that with my HMLS yesterday, and it didn't even pop. Oh, our man. problem, our problem right now is that we've got uh, uh, RMD pretty I... much have a have a monopoly on Uli right now. I think that's pretty much a, a, a worldwide problem, not just I, on your server. Unfortunately, it it pretty much is that Yulikumi is the the key notorious monster in order to uh, because like all the other triggers are usually up, people aren't really bothering with them, but Yulikumi is the most sought after tier one H and M here. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and uh, next we have Zipakna who is another Golem-type monster and drops the Gem of the North. Uh, that about wraps up all of the first-tier ones, and now we move into... I, I refer to them as, as Guardians, uh, based on you know their, their titles in, in mythology, so to say, but, but they are still referred to as gods. And these include Genbu, Siryu, Suzaku, and Bayako. Oh so, my gosh, I'm sorry, yep. I have to correct your pronunciation <laughs> right there. Because actually these are based on gods of Chinese mythology. Right, right. And, uh, and so first we have Genbu, which is the giant turtle of the north. And mm -hmm. actually, um, in ancient Chinese mythology, Genbu was uh, a snake mating with a turtle. So nice. We're not going to ask how that <laughs> happened. After the snake was done with the turtle, he went and found a lizard, and hence we got the mammal jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just wasn't satisfied. So anyways, Genbu has, I mean, these second-tier gods have a lot of sought-after items as well, including a lot of equipment abjurations uh, and the god armor set. Uh, so Genbu drops the seal of Genbu so that you can pop Kirin later, and uh, Genbu's shield and Genbu's kabuto. Um, and, and the two items that you need to to, uh, to pop Genbu is the Winter Stone from Alagrande and the Gem of the North from Zapakna. And uh, why don't we take a uh, we'll take a quick look at what the God Armor that Genbu drops. The first one is his kabuto, which gives Vitality plus 15 and HP plus 50. Paladin can't equip it. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, don't worry, because Thief no, can't, but... can't equip Bayako's Hayadate either. <laughs> Usually the priority on the uh, on Genbu's Kabuto is given to warriors so that they can macro it in for Steel Cyclone. Um, other than his uh, Kabuto, which is a headpiece, he also drops a shield, which gives evasion plus 10, some elemental resistance stuff, and it also gives physical damage taken negative 10%, and this is the first time I realized that Paladin can't equip that either. They can barely now, equip this is any a of the shield. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but but still, it, um, it'd be something well, that what they nice can get. Pretty much what paladins want from Sky are the abjuration, are the martial abjurations, so that they can yeah. get Kane armor. I actually got the martial hands because all the paladins that were there already had them. Well, that was pretty lucky then. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how lucky is leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you what. When I finally get into my Sky LS and it comes to distributing drops, I hope that I'm getting the leftovers. <laughs> 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 means that everybody else already has them. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, moving on next is Suzaku, who is a giant bird and a red mage type. Yes, yeah, Suzaku is actually the only, uh, you know, sky god that I've actually ever taken down. A lot of fun. I had a lot of fun fighting Suzaku. Yep, the, the spawn items needed for Suzaku is the Gem of the South from Brigandish Blade and Summerstone from Faust. Oh, Suzaku, uh, I was just going to give a little bit more about the mythology of that, because uh, Suzaku is pretty much the phoenix of the South. 
Um, now, drops from Suzaku include uh, her scythe, which, uh, Annie, you, you have, right? No, I don't oh, have. Oh, you almost I have, have it. Uh, I, I almost... <laughs> <laughs> More leftovers! Yay! All the Dark Knights had it! <laughs> um, really, the the only benefit that I, you know, and I was I was offered the Suzaku scythe, uh, but it was it was my first run uh, with uh, you know with my LS, and so I didn't feel right taking anything. But really, the only benefit that I can see to the Suzaku scythe is the uh, the lower delay. It's usually scythes have a very high delay, and for being a seventy five equip. It's got a very low delay. For example, right now I'm using the Death Scythe. That delay is, uh, I think, 528, uh, somewhere in that region. Uh, whereas Suzaku's Scythe, its uh, delay is 480. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's not a huge difference. And and uh, what was the what was the attack actually on Suzaku or the damage on Suzaku's Scythe? 88. It's 88. 80. Yeah, 88. See now, I mean, 88 versus 97. I gotta go with yeah. you know with the death sights, so it wasn't a huge loss for right. me. And then uh, Suzaku also drops a foot equip, which gives mind plus fifteen. Yeah, monks usually get priority on this so that they mm-hmm. can use the Suneate on their cheap their key blast. Uh, coming next, we have Bayako, who is spawned using the Autumn Stone from Uli and the Gem of the West from Despot. Yep. All right, so Bayako's a giant tiger, and he's a thief type. And this is this is what kills me the most when it comes to the armor that drops in sky. Dex plus fifteen, haste plus five percent, and I can't wear it. <laughs> Slash cry. And and I know all the people out there thinking, well that's because with that and everything else, it would get thief too big of a modifier for Sada. Blah 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 blah. But what about Rangers? They get like plus thirty five agility from all this, and and, and that you know nah. goes goes over in, in, into range accuracy. I don't care yeah. if it gives me too big of a damage modifier. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, what you gotta look at though is the overall set. Who who can wear it? Because it's it's uh it looks like it, I mean like these names are all east, eastern names. So I mean I mean it's Biakos Haidate. So uh so it's basically like a a samurai armor. Set, yeah, uh, warrior, monk, beast, bard. Bard gets it, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> ranger, samurai, and ninja. I mean, I'm, I'm taking ranger next, so you know, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. His, uh, he'll be satisfied. Yeah, just not with his main job. So yeah, he'll he'll be sitting there on thief, trying to equip it over and over again, and just crying, going, "No, <laughs> it's true, I will." He's even going to macro it in and just pretend that he can put it on. <laughs> well, the other drop you'd want to be getting from Biako, besides the abjurations, of course, is uh, Biako's axe, which is pretty much regarded as one of the best great, if not the best great axes in the game. And, I mean, I'm a warrior, so this is this is my little baby right now. Right, I mean, it's yeah. got damage 94, delay 504, wind plus 10, attack plus 5, and it enhances beast killer effect and has an additional effect of wind damage. But <laughs> I, I think it actually adds in the beast killer effect because, I mean, I'm warrior ninja running around Tab Nazi, or Lufi's Meadows trying to farm some sort of item for a quest. Uh... At the time, I think it was Tavnazian sheep livers. Anyways, uh, it, I intimidated the sheep. I had no idea where this is came, where this came from, and then I'm ah. like, 
Wait a minute, my axe. Yeah, very nice. Um, and that's it. That you know, that's actually something that uh, that Yudva brought up uh, with the brutal earring that it uh, enhances double attack. Whereas it, it says the same thing for that great axe, right? It enhances beast killer effect, right? Yeah. And really, um, I I think that almost any piece of equipment that says enhances and then you know gives you a uh, job trait might actually give you that job trait while you have that piece of equipment. Right. I know it does that with uh, the uh, BBK seashell for Aquam Killer. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I missed that. I threw mine in an XP party. Oh, no. Slash slash wrists. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not a dark knight. (laughs) Oh. 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 Oh, man. So everyone knows Wally's standing outside laughing. I think we all are. Oh, Rosa, that was good. <laughs> that, 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 that was great. Oh. Oh, hey, you okay. walked right into it. <laughs> he didn't just walk into oh. it. He ran into it. No, well, well that, 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 was me, that was me giving the assist to Rosa, and then she went right for the basket. That was a great double team. I'm, I'm taking credit for some of that. <laughs> Okay. That was that was a soft lob right over home plate, and Rosa just knocked it out of the park. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Moving on to the final one is a a, a, a wyvern type, which is also a monk, and that Siriu. Siriu, which is the water dragon of the east. Mm-hmm. And the 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 Kote, which uh, I'm really looking forward to getting these for Rangers. Agility plus 15, ranged accuracy plus 10. Wow, I I wonder what job that was specifically. Yeah, for. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, there's also uh, the sword, which w- w- I guess isn't much better w- when you compare it to like uh, Suzaku's scythe and other scythes. When it comes to this sword and other swords, it gives evasion plus five. Enhances plantoid killer and also has additional effect of water damage. Now, uh, from each of these uh, gods, you also get each of their seals. And with the four seals, now, now it does take all four seals, correct? Yes, it does. Yep, you take all four of these seals and you get to pop Kirin. Dun dun dun. Summoner type, family manticore, weak to wind, and oh, this is fun. Uh, here are here are just a couple notes on them. All right. During the fight, if Kieran goes, well, this is just a little thing. If he goes unclaimed for three minutes, he will disappear. He uses following attacks. He will summon Bayako, Genbu, Siryu, and Suzaku, as well as an elemental, given they are a, a, a little bit weaker than their, their prime versions, but nonetheless, it's, it, 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 it's bad news. Yeah, yeah. He uses Astral Flow. Yeah. He has additional effect earth damage. He has a natural auto regen. Um, his TP attacks include Deadly Hold, Heat Breath, Tail Smash, Great Sandstorm, Great Whirlwind, and he tends to use Quake, Rasp, Sleepga, Stonega 4, and Stone. Yep. Yeah. Now, um, could you uh, share a, a, a general strategy when it comes to fighting Kieran with us? Well, uh, with Kieran, actually, uh, the usual general strategy is to have a kiting party, and then you have your main alliance. So basically, you'd have your kiting party 
pop him, and then just kind of run around kiting Kirin while he's uh, until he finishes summoning all four of the lesser gods. And uh, so you take on those gods one at a time mm-hmm. and, uh, and basically kick the crap out of them. And then you and, go at it at Kirin. Right, and so the, 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 the general damage when he's being kited comes from uh, uh, the black mages, I would assume. And if, if I'm correct on this, <laughs> melees usually sub samurai for the meditate. And that way when Kirin stops to cast spells, that's when you start chaining all your weapon skills. Because there's really not much of other ways to do a lot of damage to him as a melee. Well, I didn't really see our melees doing anything different than usual. Uh, I actually went sub-thief, uh, so I could use sneak attack on hearing. Because, I mean, that does not miss. Okay, well, when uh, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine in-game, uh, who's the leader of the Sky LS I will hopefully be getting into, he said that, you know, as, as a thief, you know, unless I get another job up, I would want to sub Samurai for Meditate, because otherwise... My damage would look a lot like zero, 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 two. That was a crit. Zero. <laughs> so, you know, and, and, and as most people know, if, if you don't actually do damage when you hit, you don't get TP. So, right. And, uh, well, why don't we move on to uh, Kieran's drops then? Um, and this one is, Callan can equip this. It's Kieran's pole. HP and MP plus 20, intelligence and mind plus 10, as well as plus 15 to each of the elemental resistances. Of course, these are generally given to monks because of the mind plus. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And next we have Kirin's Osode, which is something I'd like, but obviously a thief's never going to get, but whatever. It's cool. That's why I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm leveling Ranger. Gives MP plus 30 and then plus 10 to every stat and plus 50 to your light resistance. Yeah, what? Yeah. Uh, I mean, a hi- highly sought-after piece of equipment right there. What? Uh, what jumps can equip that? Warrior, monk, beast, bard, ranger, samurai, and ninja. Yes, bard. The bard gets this stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Bards get everything. Kala was really anti-bard today. <laughs> well, actually, since it's curing, uh, as a thief, you you do get a goodie from him. And that would be the, the Neptunal Abjuration body for your Hecatomb harness. Yeah, abjurations. <laughs> I still want the Osode and the, and, and the Hayadates, but whatever, it's cool, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so that, 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 that rounds up the basics of Sky. Uh, you know, that's a general overview of what usually happens when you're in a Sky LS, is going after those Tier 1s, then, you know, concentrating a little more on the 4, and then finally... Going after the big dog. Yep, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, I don't yeah. have a whole lot of experience in Sky. Uh, I've only done uh, a handful of runs. So, Rosa, it's been you know, it, it's been awesome having you here to uh, define a lot of the things that uh, we haven't personally experienced. We'll come back to it, though. I mean, there's a lot that we have to cover, you know, for Endgame and uh, and everything else. And it's really hard in an hour's episode, especially when you're devoting, you know, less than an hour just to, uh, you know... Uh, Something uh, once, so big and massive. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's very you know it's very difficult to cover everything. We will come back to it. Uh, make sure to send us your questions, uh, hosts at limitbreakradio.com, or uh, to any one of us, or just go to the website www.limitbreakradio.com. Uh, sign up on the forums if you have any questions, if you want any more uh, detail, and if you want us to talk about anything, it could be anything related to Final Fantasy XI. Just make sure you go to the website. Uh, we 
read the forums. We read your emails. Uh, you know, we we're very active uh, in uh, in the show, and we really, you know, we really think that the community, especially the Limit Break Radio. Uh, community in and of itself uh, really shapes a lot of the the programming uh, that you're going to hear uh, on the show. So become active, become involved, and uh, and and we'll. I mean, as long as it's within reason, we'll we'll talk about. It. All right, uh, that's uh, yeah, that's it for this week. I'm a Nero. Keep listening. And I'm Kahlo. Peace out. I'm Sale. Just looking forward to getting away from that light. And this is Arjit Lam. No longer taking parenting advice from Annie. And this is Rosalie, running off to get myself killed again for another pointless quest. Thanks for joining us, Rosalie. Uh, You have definitely opened my eyes to the world of questing. And that is a feat (laughs) in itself. Indeed. Take care, Rosalie. Tetramaster and Vanadilla registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Plan Line are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.